0: Alrighty, good afternoon and a happy Monday to all of the Rebel Radio listeners out there. My name is DJ Pheebs and this is Album Digest. Um, I'm super excited about today's show. I've just been waiting a super long time to go over this album. Uh, it's been one of my favorite artists since he first released his debut album. Uh, Day Glow is the stage name of Sloan Struble, who hails from Texas, and he wrote and recorded his entire album just as a senior in high school. He recorded it in his childhood bedroom uh, and really did everything about this album on his own, which is extremely cool. And so he went to school for about a year and then ended up dropping out to fully pursue his music career. And he was first recognized by Emma Chamberlain when she put one of his songs on her story, giving... This artist, an audience of millions that he had never had before. And so since then, he's blown up and become one of the faster-growing artists of our time and of this sort of genre. His music is an indie pop sort of mantra to growing up, to figuring out all of the things that you have to figure out as you are, you know, in high school and college and he's has this really super interesting simple sound that's easy to listen to uh, and really easy just to play in the background or you know really dig deep and listen and find all of this meaning behind it and so I'm super pumped to be going through the Fuzzy Brain album on today's album digest. So the first track we're going to be listening to is False Direction and I always love playing the first song on the track as I think it's really sort of this introduction to who the artist is and what the rest of the album is going to be about and so this whole first song is sort of about him going in this false direction following this voice in his head that he doesn't necessarily want to follow and sort of becoming this person he isn't too proud of or maybe just a direction he doesn't really want to go to go into and so it's very simple and very sweet and it's sort of this like electronic sort of music which isn't normally something I go over in album digest but he does it so well and so simply that it's not overdone and it's not underdone but he's just right there in this little sweet spot of the middle uh you'll hear a lot of synth and keyboard great drums simple vocals but lots of layering and he has all of this like atmospheric ambient sort of noises that layer Um, That kind of add this bass layer of this electro indie pop music, which is so interesting um, because normally people don't don't know how to do it. They either overdo it um, and you can't really hear what he's trying to say, but he does it in such a great way. It's almost singer songwriter, but he uses a lot of that electronic vibe to it which is super fun um and it just the song really just talks about the struggles of trying to find out who you are and wanting to maybe turn the page and become a better version of yourself uh but there is this false direction holding you back uh. Don't make- So the next track we're going to be listening to is his most popular song that has over 317 million plays on Spotify. And that track is titled Can I Call You Tonight? And this is sort of a techno dream sequence sort of vibe as it opens up with, you know, just a simple drum beat and a great little guitar melody and some synth action going on. Uh, It continues this light sounding track, you know, that he's got going on with his past song that we just listened to, and it really just matches with his uh, voice as it kind of sounds echoey or distant in this song, almost as if he is on a phone call. And so through this song, it seems to be talking about two people who are either in a long distance relationship, trying to stay in touch, uh, but... It seems as though they are both confused as to what they're feeling and some things aren't clear and he's not really sure how to sort through these feelings and figure out what's really going on in his heart and his head. But this is really just, I think, a sweet little tune about having a little crush on someone and spending all your free time on the phone together. Uh, And during the bridge, it goes off into this cool little, I don't know, I guess you could call it a bridge, but it's a little sequence where the recording for mailbox a voice mailbox whenever you make a phone call and they decline it and there's that little automated voice message system uh that is entered into these songs. so it seems as though maybe their phone calls started taking a break and they weren't talking to each other as much and so he was kind of confused and Just trying to figure out what's going on. And when you're young and have a crush, things can feel like a really big deal. And so I feel like this song is kind of an ode to figuring out difficult feelings uh, when you're young. And I can really see how and why this song is so popular just because it's so new and different from a lot of the stuff that is out right now. All right, so the next track we're going to listen to is titled Hot Rod, and this is one of my favorite tracks on this album. It's just so fun and interesting, and the way he is creative seems to be so different and unique to him, you know, just so um, set apart from a lot of the other artists in this genre and in this time, and I think that's why he really hit it off with this first album and i was reading an article of an interview he had done with some magazine and he had talked about how he didn't sit down and say okay i'm gonna write this album and this is gonna be great but it was more of a compilation of songs he had written in his childhood he started playing around with garage band uh, at around 11 and so this is something he's been doing for a super long time and I think it's cool because he had said something about how he didn't write this album for anyone but instead he just wrote it for the sake of creating something and I think in that it gave him a lot of freedom to create in a way without any pressure or um, expectations from fans or a label and so I think this is such a pure form of creativity and uh, music and I think it's just really cool because not a lot of People can create something like this that's this good as their first ever album. Um, and so, yeah, Hot Rod, back to Hot Rod. I'm sorry, just got off on a little tangent. But Hot Rod is another super fun song. It starts off with this clip of a woman or his mom, maybe sister, someone saying, Sloane, what song do you want to sing? Or something like that. Sloan, do you want to sing a song? And then it goes into this great drum beat and synth and like a simple guitar melody but with all of his layers and different computer electro techno sounds it just opens up into this fantasy world of music and you know this this album as I've continued to say before is just a lot different as it is more electronic and less mainstream or you know you got the three-part harmonies or you know that five-piece band and so I think it's very interesting in the way he creates this music but yeah, he does it very well, which is hard to do. And this is yet another song really about a breakup. You know, they're both coming to realize that the other person is not all that they were cracked up to be and maybe it's not working out the way they thought it would and it might be time to part ways. But this is, you know, sort of a sad concept wrapped up in a sweet, dreamy summertime song.
1: So let's sing a song. All that I
0: So now we're going to listen to Run the World, which kind of continues this theme of upbeat, light, very summery, springy, exciting songs that are easy to listen to because they remind you of better times. You know, on a rainy day like this, it's rather hard to uh, believe that the sun will come out again. But it's these songs that remind us that spring is right around the corner. Uh, And it really does just remind me of being in high school and feeling like the world was mine and just wanting to do whatever I wanted. You know, you have your driver's license, you got a car, leaving school on a Friday with a weekend. It was just really the best time. And this is just a really fun song that I feel like really captures what being young feels like it's summer in a song he has a fun upbeat simple little guitar melody some nice drums and then that vocal layering as the song goes on that makes it feel like this is an anthem and everyone is singing along when he goes into the chorus, but behind the lyrics, it seems as though he's opening up about fears that he has within himself. There's a part of the song where it strips down and he sings about not feeling like he can be what others want him to be or how their opinion has so much weight on him and he doesn't know how to change that and how uh, people's opinions, you know, like he doesn't want them to define him, but they do. And so, you know, then he opens up into this chorus of him singing I want to run the world, and he just wants to get out of his head and feel free from the people around him and ultimately run the world.
1: inside my love
0: right. Okay, so Fair Game is up next, and something you guys will probably see is that so many of the songs really do feel very different from each other, but they have a very similar sound, which is hard to do because a lot of times... People will make songs and they'll all kind of sound the exact same so that there doesn't feel like there's any variety. But I feel like each of these songs is so different from each other and has different concepts. And um, it's just really cool how he is able to do that. But this song is, again, about coming to terms with where he is. And he's, you know, beginning to see that this girl he's been talking to is someone he has built up in his head. And she might not be all that he thought. And so, you know, these things he thought about her and who she was turned out to be untrue. So he's trying to differentiate what he wants to be true versus what is actually true. Um, And so this is kind of him figuring out what he is feeling and how to move on from that. And this is yet another example of the way he uses a bunch of different sounds layered up all together to create this dreamy, light, indie pop wonderland. Alright, so at this point in the album, there's actually sort of a shift from the lighter, happier, more airier songs to a sort of deeper, sadder, more stripped down. I wouldn't say they're sadder, I would just say they uh, are more serious and slower. And so the first track that kind of makes that switch is track number six, Dear Friend. Uh, And this is sort of that stripped down ballad that I love because it's just him and a piano and these atmospheric sounds behind his voice. And so it's creating a lot of emotion and you can feel what he's feeling as he's singing. And it seems as though, you know, he's sitting down and writing a letter to a dear friend. And uh, it seems as though they don't really always see each other. And he's opening up and trying to articulate all that's going on in his life. And it seems that this friend could potentially be a female who he has had a past relationship with or had some sort of interaction with. And he really got to know her and they became close. And, you know, he talks about wanting to know how she's changed and how all of, you know, this growing up is affecting her and how it's scary and he just wants to share um, his fears with her and I think this is a really cool way of him opening up to the listener as if we are the friend he's writing to um, and being able to just share these fears and this confusion with him as it really is so odd how things change and people grow up and time goes by so much faster than we think and he's really getting or trying to get this old friend out of his head and move on from their past and into a new beginning. And I think this letter is sort of him saying farewell or just kind of laying everything out there um, on the paper and to the listener.
1: Dear How you have grown since our last goodbye
0: up is the track that this album was named after fuzzy brain and i think it really goes through the theme of this album as it talks about the confusion of growing up and how a lot of times it's hard to to differentiate what is real and what you actually fear feel and care about And who you want to become. And so the last couple years of high school or college are so odd because you just begin to realize that this chapter that you thought would last forever is quickly coming to an end and it's hard to navigate those feelings and emotions. And I think that's what he's aiming for here in this song. And this song has the lighter feel to it, but it's a little bit slower and more serious. And when when you add relationships into what is already going on in your life, it makes things much more confusing. And it seems as though he's trying to figure out his feelings for this person, although he doesn't even really know her. And so I think he's having a fuzzy brain. He is not thinking clearly and just there's so many things fogging up his brain. And I think this is a song that makes heartbreaking confusion out to be such wonderful things. Um, And he really kind of romanticizes this confusion and having a fuzzy brain. Junior Varsity is going to be the last song we go over today, and it is my favorite song, as it is so, so, so very sweet. It's slower like the past two, but it talks solely about growing up and contrasts the real world to a junior varsity sports team. Once you leave home, what mattered most to us once becomes so small and doesn't have all too much significance to us anymore. But, you know, as you graduate into the real world, things become so much more real and you begin to find out who you want to be. And it kind of talks about how we're in the real world now. This isn't junior varsity. And so it's kind of like, oh, it's time to wake up and really figure out who I want to be and what kind of life I want to live. And it's just really cool. It's this cool concept because... Everyone experiences it, and it's something hard to articulate, but I think he does a great job in this song. But there's this part where there are a bunch of trumpets and vocals all mixing together with the drums and the piano and the guitar, and it creates this nostalgic, beautiful feeling of what is being left behind, but also this anticipatory excitement for what's ahead. And this is definitely my favorite song just because it can be related to a time in everyone's life and during the instrumental part it really does make you think of really every good thing that has ever happened to you and how sweet those moments were and i think when a song has the capability to bring you back to those moments i think there's some sort of magic infused into it
1: can you see it now the changing. all around us now, as foreign as it seems. Let's tell
0: All right, guys well that is all i have for you today on today's episode of album digest i hope you learned a little bit about diglo and got to experience who he is and his music but thanks for listening and we'll be back next week